This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right welcome in to another edition of the tailgate jeff of course is in jacksonville jacksonville oh what a wonderful town jacksonville jacksonville the place is growing up by leaps and bounds you can pick any city in the 50 states, but oh, that Jacksonville, the greatest of the great. I, I remember the whole song. They're growing bigger every day. Mike. Oh, your mic's not, his mic's not on. Okay, you got it? Yeah. Yeah, and growing, growing bigger, bigger every, every day. day. When we were kids, that was yeah. a, a bold new city of the South. That was the big city for us, though, from St. Augustine. It was. We would go up there for movies. Okay. Turn your phone off, Pat. I thought I did. I, got I haven't turned mine off. Um, but, um, yeah, that was when we were kids growing up. Uh, I remember I went and saw Jaws there in, in a theater, and that was – you had to go to Jacksonville Re- to see Jaws. Remember Regency Square Mall? Yeah. That was big. I went with my parents and uh, the McGowans. Remember the yeah, Anchor McGowan? of course. And I went there, and, uh, of course – my dad went nowhere without a cooler. No. Yeah, he had the the bush going. Yeah, and he and they were drinking. We and I think I was twenty. So what what year did Jaws get out? Seventy four. Seventy five. Yeah, so I would have been twenty one. So yeah. I was drinking too. Well, we could drink when we were eighteen in college. Remember? Oh, yeah, we did. So Good. you were well, a veteran by then. Drinking. You were a veteran by then. So we get there, we get to the movie, and we're sitting there, and I don't know what I'm gonna see. I have no idea. See, I read the book first. Yeah, I did. I love the I book. I read it afterwards. The book I was a the lot book. different the, in terms of it was different. the Dreyfus character. Yeah, it was good. It was actually, I don't want to say it was better because the movie is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a great movie. But um, And Gator Chris so, did his thing the other night, too. He did. He, <laughs> for David Whitley for the first time. <laughs> Introducing David Whitley to the... We're delivering the bomb. <laughs> uh, it was such a secret they didn't... What, what, I, I don't know the whole I don't whole either. Speech, but that, but like we were talking, that book, Indianapolis, is great. Yeah, reached over. Bolson's mate, James Robinson, baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> he started bobbing up and down. Shark had bit him clean in half. I can do some of it. <laughs> Not all of it, though. <laughs> no. Nobody – the sad thing is that his – Wife and daughter. They want to kill it. him when he does no, it. But they can do it. Yeah. Because they've heard it so they've many heard, times. Yeah. Wrote. <laughs> anyway. So we went and saw Jaws. So I sit there and I, we're, I'm pretty buzzed, to yeah. be honest with you. And then somebody else was driving. Bush light? Uh, probably old Milwaukee light yeah. in those days. And uh, You can't buy old Milwaukee anymore, I don't can think you? you can. So we're, we're watching the movie. We're ready, you know, coming attractions everything. They weren't as long as they are now. And then all of a sudden the first scene in that movie happens and I went straight sober. <laughs> I mean, I literally The woman went, swimming? Holy crap, what are we watching? Yeah. Maybe the best opening scene ever. Oh, it was great. I mean, I, 
Remember some, that people were afraid to go to the beach after watching that. I movie. was afraid to go in the Eddie Caravan's pool for a while. <laughs> like there'd be a shark in yeah, there. Yeah, I was afraid. Oh, you're you're telling me you were pool hopping in Eddie Museum's uh, pool? Robbie, please. We uh, we did it a lot. Tell me if I'm right about this. I, I think, remember being in there and he walked right by and I had to go underwater. I think we set a record one. And this tells you how many hotels there are in St. Augustine. I think we hit like 28 pools. Remember we in would just day. run, jump just in, run, and jump, jump out. Just run, jump in, and jump out. So right, we, we hit another it. one. Man, we were mature. And we still... We, <laughs> we were really mature back then. Well, we were in... I don't know. We were in college, probably. Probably. But we would Pool do hopping. that. And we would literally... And there would still be people coming out to chase us. Yeah. When, Get out of here, you ragamuffins. <laughs> yeah, it got to the point we drive up, run, jump in the pool, jump out. Yeah. We were big pool hoppers, even though we both worked at hotels yeah. with pools. But they didn't <laughs> let us swim in the, in the pools. No. I remember the night we dove off the uh, sliding, board? sliding board. At the caravan. Unfortunately, my mom was watching and just came running out there. Get off of that. <laughs> Back. That was dangerous. She would give that New York, upstate New York accent. Yeah. Back. Get out of I've heard it before. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk some sports. We can, we can talk about our childhoods all day, which we we love to do. Uh, because they I were, missed my childhood. They were great childhoods. That's one reason you and I are still friends, I think, and one, one reason we're best friends, and one reason we like to talk about it is it was great time. It was Camelot. Yeah. It really was. I mean, we didn't have any money. I mean, I goulashed three days a week. Yeah. But we we didn't know any better. Um, and it was great. Now we know better. <laughs> or um, we think we know better. All right. But we'll talk some football, especially today. I uh, want to make sure we talk that. And um, uh, obviously Gator Baseball tonight, they play Florida State. And, again, I never, I, I never like to quote all these stats about how Sully owns FSU and all that. Every game's its own game. You know, that's one of my Especially mottos. Especially when these are midweek games on the starting. This is a guy's first yep. start ever. So you're you're not going to get great pitching tonight from Florida. I don't even know the, who's starting. What? I saw on Twitter earlier, it's his career first start. Who is it? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> but you're not going to get great <laughs> pitching in a midweek up. game. So. I've, I've been kind of busy today with stuff, uh, but I'll look it up. I'll find out who's starting it. today. Um so we got that going on. I do want to talk a little bit. I know people in this town, especially in, in our listening group, doesn't like to talk a lot of um, NBA. I watched the whole second half of that game last night. It was unbelievable. That was a big upset. It was. It was stunning. And I was – look, I was rooting for the Celtics, because not because I like the Celtics. I've rooted against them my entire life. Yeah, me too. But you know who I haven't rooted against? Al Horford. So I yeah. got I got a root for his team, and I did. And, of course, I got let down because that's the run I've been he on He hit lately. the winning shot over Horford, too, didn't he? The three. Yep, he did. But Harden was unbelievable. He was game. unbelievable. 45 and with Embiid out. I mean, it was an amazing game. The It almost made me become a James Harden fan. I've never been yeah. one, right? But, you know, that shows, shows you with Embiid out, Boston probably relaxed, thinking this is no big deal. Yeah, but they, home. I mean, they played hard. I think, again, I'm not a big NBA guy, and one reason is because every offensive play is the same. It is one guy gets the ball and, and drives yeah, it. Yeah. And so what happened? The one time that the Celtics still pass it around, pass it around, pass it around, they, they turn it over to the biggest play of the game. Yeah. But um, 
But the one, the thing I do like, I did like about Harden more than anything. Uh, all the shots he made didn't make me happy. But after the game, he goes up to his teammates and they're celebrating. He goes, "That was one. Yeah, that's all it game. was. Yeah, that's it." So you guys need to understand that. All right, we'll take a break uh, here on the tailgate. I've got like my phone's blowing up for some reason, but I don't think it's serious. We'll talk a little bit about the rumor we heard last night, when apparently when it came out of. I don't know if left field's the right place. It might have come out. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, left we, center field. We, but we appreciate the person who yeah, absolutely. did send it to yeah. us because it, it certainly set me off, and we'll yeah. talk about that. I, it, it appears to be false by a website that we maybe should have seen when we saw the name of it. Yeah. Uh, wasn't very good. Um, and we'll, t- we'll talk about anything you guys want to talk about. You I want, want to talk a little football, too. Okay. I want to vent some of that. Oh, Robbie's going to vent. You can't wait for that. And I may name a name, too. Uh-oh. So. But big commitment today for the Gators. Right. Ron Again, Moten's, I, I'm, Ron Moten's son. Ron safety Mo- from Michigan. What about Mike Moten's son? That, I don't know where his son is. Mike Moten was the, uh, one of the officials for the spring game. Yeah. And he's done it every year because he can't do regular season yeah. games at Florida. Oh, yeah. I think he lives nearby. In fact, I thought about calling him and getting him on the podcast at one point. But I have his phone number. But I think it, it's he may, live in, he may live in Gainesville. But, Mike, if you're listening, yeah, call. give us a call. So Ron Moten's son, yeah. whose name is? R.J. Moten, I think it is. Oh, yeah. He started 15 games at Michigan. At I think I got a text from somebody today, I'm trying to remember who it was, who said that his son played with R.J. Moten, and he's a great kid and everything. And I'm like, uh, well, Ron Moten who, is a good guy. Who the heck is it? I don't yeah. know who it is. But Ron Moten was from Clearwater High, and I covered him when he played there. I did a feature on him for somebody back then, and now his son's going to be playing for Florida. Goes uh, quick. I would think he probably did a feature on his granddad, too. So Maybe. <laughs> so, Ron Moten, good guy. Mike Moten, good guy. And now R.J. Moten's a good guy, Our, apparently. Yep. Andrew Moten. Well, we'll be well, back. <laughs> one more. Starting point guard. Yeah, he was. He was a great player. Yeah, he was a great player. No doubt about it. No, he he wasn't a bad guy. He no, just he was. Uh, he was competitive. He got hooked, hooked up with, uh, remember that guy, McKibben? Was that his name? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. All those guys, Shinsis and all those guys, yeah. and Vernon. Got Florida in some, some big trouble, trouble going on there. We won't talk about that no. when we come back, but we will talk about the other things. Oh, Cleet Herzog is starting tonight. I found that. Who's that? He's pitched a little bit this year. Um, got a good arm. I mean, you know, I think they're they just wanted to switch up from the guy they were going with before. So, what's the over under on innings he gets through? Three. Okay. I well, would I'm, set it at three, and I would bet the under. Yeah. Because I think they're throwing him out there. Hey. See go, how he does. Go then. once yeah. through the order, see how you do, we'll turn it over to the and pen. then we'll turn it over to the bullpen, yeah. which um, is not always a good thing at Florida. Not, not always, but um, it's been good against FSU. Everything's been good against FSU for the last eight or nine years, yeah. I think. Uh, all right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back. We will talk nothing but football in the next segment, I promise you. Uh, if, unless you want to talk about baseball or basketball or softball or tennis or golf or frisbee or – Pickleball. You're listening to the tailgate. Uh, ESPN, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. 
Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. Nobody likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible so there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss big or small independently owned and operated the ServPro crew will be there for you so let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way from athlete activism to athletic achievements we have you covered your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew joining you. Jose producing. We had a different producer yesterday. That was Seth. I don't think he was Seth happy. was producing for you? Well, somebody didn't show up, so he had to do it. But he did a great job. I'm sure job. that's happened before. <laughs> it has. It does happen every once in a while. Um, all right. Uh, phone lines are open for you at 392-8255 if you want to get in here and talk about anything. Uh, Robbie's got a rant, so I want to hear what his rant is. Well, no, I'm, I mean, it's here it is, what, May 2nd, Pat? May 2nd, that And is I've correct. already grown so tired of the national perception that Florida is pathetic and uh, Napier's going to get hot fire and there's going to be another big buyout. And things that perpetuate this national view, I heard on the radio yesterday, one of them. From a, a, lo, a quote local guy for Gator Country, he's on the Chuck Oliver show. I'm like I'm, Andrew Spivey, who lives I'm in Alabama and doesn't even cover practice or go to games or go to a spring game. So Chuck Oliver goes, he leads off his interview with him saying, "How in the world with what's going on, all the negative at Florida? How in the world could they get forty-two? What would prompt forty-two thousand people to come to their spring game?" And Andrew Spivey goes, "Well, they didn't. That was they made that up. There was." Maybe 10,000, 15,000 at the most. And I'm I thinking, was there. I'm yelling at the radio thinking, you weren't even there, and you're saying this. And this makes people think, oh, things are so bad at Florida. I'm just getting tired you know, tired of it already. Well, I don't mind you naming his name. Well, because, yeah. yeah. Well, for one thing, he doesn't even – he lives in Alabama. He was not at the spring game. How would he know if there were only ten or 15,000 when we were there and there was easily 35,000 there? Yeah, I more. mean, I, I think they bumped it up five probably. You Maybe. Know? Usually everybody But there does. were a lot of people who were hanging around underneath too. There were pe- a lot yeah. of people there. It was – and for a Thursday night. Yeah, so, and for I mean, a team coming off a losing season, they uh, – Give credit to the Gator fans. And you know why they did? Up. Because they're still Gators. I mean, yeah. look, it, those of you who want to change your laundry out, you, go. Leave. Yeah. And but here's another guy. That you're allowed to yeah. criticize the yeah. team. You're allowed to criticize the coach. What you're not allowed to do is just say stupid things yeah. off the top of your head that aren't true. Well, I mean, here he, here's the guy that doesn't even live here, wasn't even at the game. Spread more stuff that things are crappy at Florida. Another example of how things that no, nothing good is happening at Florida. They would only had ten to fifteen thousand their spring game. I was there, Robbie, and they lied about the attendance. Basically, is what he was there. saying. Well, they and always he was exaggerate. His mother's a little basement bit. in Alabama, watching <laughs> on TV. If it was on TV, you don't even know if his mother's alive. I don't know. <laughs> well, that was a good rant. But well, more negative, more negative crap. I'm already getting. I could tired have sworn I saw Andrew Spivey at the game. Though. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, look, I went and I I regretted it uh, because it was boring and well, they all most spring games are, yeah. but um, to say nothing is going right when they're doing a good job working their butts off in recruiting, yeah. getting a bunch of good elite prospects in here to visit. But like we've said, it'll start paying off. We've said a million times it's uh, it was week zero or year zero. It really was the turnover on the roster has been remarkable. And you know that you know Colorado's not going to be very good this year. You know why they're turning over their entire roster? Yeah, it's it's hard to do. Uh, Florida's had to turn theirs over. They they you know I will say this: if you want to criticize Napier, maybe it's you should criticize him and go. Man, you should have turned this roster over, over earlier. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you should have got, gotten it done last year. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, then you would, have, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I he, think he said this before. He was trying to see if he could reach 
a lot of these guys. Yeah. And then when he couldn't, he went. They went. They took off. I'm not going to reach you. I'm going to kick you in the butt and yeah. tell you to leave. So. And the thing is, too, Pat, leading up to the spring game for weeks, we talked about don't read anything into a no. spring game. It doesn't mean anything. Then they play a crappy spring game, and everybody's reading everything into it. The quarterbacks are no good, blah, blah, blah. You it, know, does, it, the it, thing, it, it means nothing. The spring game means nothing. The thing that um, bothers me the most is when people talk about Napier on the hot seat. He's not on the hot he's seat. He's not on the hot seat. However, I will say this. We have a uh, university president who's brand new. We don't know his interest in sports. We haven't found that out yet. He hasn't talked to anybody. but um, so he and, and we don't know his relationship with the AD. I assume it's good. I don't know anything about it. We don't know how much it. he cares about football or Exactly. Athletes. He may not care a lot about yeah. anything. Um, he may care only about uh, you know the school or his job or whatever. I mean, I'm not being critical of him. I'm just saying I have no idea. I knew where President Fox stood all the, all yeah. the time. Uh, first guy down there to shake the hand of the coach when he walked off the field, no matter who it was. Oh, always. Um, he was very transparent. But that that's the thing, and, and he kind of let Scott Strickland run the show. And if Scott Strickland's running the show, and he's 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 going to be fine with if if it takes another year. Um, now, year three, you go six to seven for the third straight year. Then you're on the hot seat, yeah. You know, but you're not going to be in the hot seat this year. You had nothing to do with. In fact, I got this this one. Uh, God, I'm trying to remember all the things I've been on, but I was on some show, and they said this. I don't understand how Florida could get six players drafted and and only win six games. And I'm like, well, the problem was they had about four really good players. Yeah, and then and one of them is Trey Dean, who I mean, who was a great athlete. And I, good I was, guy. and I was trying to explain to Jeff why Trey Dean's going to play a while in the NFL because he hates Trey Dean. Hates he does. Him. Yeah, doesn't like his attitude. Doesn't like anything. Doesn't like the way he played. I didn't like him as a player. But he's a great athlete, and he'll you know why he'll he'll play special teams for three oh, years. Oh, yeah, there's no question. And about and that. I was trying to explain to Jeff how he's in the a NFL, you get guys that and, and put them on special. You got to put somebody on special teams, and they want great athletes on there, so, and just say go run as hard as you can, tackle the guy with the ball. And you play good on special teams, you earn your way into but, the field eventually. So Florida had six players drafted. Trey Dean not a factor <laughs> with no. with their team. The, you know, but he'd he signed as a free agent, right? No, I think he got drafted. I thought he was a free agent. So, all right, so who got drafted? All right, Richardson, totally mixed bag all year. Dexter, he was solid. Who got double teamed on every play because they didn't have another guy. Yeah. But the point I was going to make is, okay, they got six guys drafted, but that was literally all they had. Yeah. They didn't have, a, they didn't have 22 guys. No. Like, like Georgia got 10. The year before they got 15. That's 25 guys in two years. That's why they're they are all on the field at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Ventrell, who played his tail off, but did was injured and had to yeah. deal with that. Um, uh, Mari Bernie, who was a tweener. Yeah, but the team was solid for him. Uh, he'll be another guy who plays special yeah. teams. Then the receiver from Penn State, the transfer. Shorter, who yeah, yeah was okay. He was good, but they weren't elite players. I yeah. mean, the elite player on that team was probably Torrance and the reason Torrance went in the second round my theory is he's playing guard for a reason he doesn't have the arm length to get out to play tackle 
Yeah. Because you gotta you gotta be a certain arm tall, length. Yeah, maybe to be able yeah, to play it that. could be. So he played guard his whole career. Yeah. And that's what they drafted him as. So it's not like they had these superstars. They had guys that were draftable. Yeah. And guys that but they didn't they needed twenty two. They needed really just you enough. need to be yeah. like Georgia and have forty four of them. Yeah. They don't have forty four of them. They yeah. may have four they had like two of them last year. Yeah. Like I would put Miller and Torrance in the class of guys who had, who played great last year. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. That would be where the list. Richardson stopped. had his moments, but but moments, but he also yeah. had his yeah yeah very inconsistent. The Kentucky game comes to mind. We were talking about this during the break because they were showing Will Levis and the touchdown pass he threw to Dane Key in that game. And, yeah. and I blurted this out. out of, I didn't even think about it. I never thought about it before, but I said, that's the play that changed Florida's season. Yeah, it did. Because until that point, we think Florida is they're back. They beat Man. Utah. They, they the beat Utah. They're, they're up. I think they were up 7 nothing when yeah. that happened, right? And the defense was dominating Kentucky. Kentucky couldn't do yep. anything. And then all of a sudden he just throws a, a deep ball that um, Dinky catches, not catches, but yeah. they call the catch. And I think who was on him? Kimber? Maybe. Yeah, the Georgia kid. Yeah. Yeah. He but had I mean, great coverage on him. It yeah. looked like the ball may have hit the ground. If, but if, you're right. In the two losses at home to Kentucky, both times they threw one over the top for a big score. I know. That's true. Well, that I, I did a thing uh, for Gators Wire recently about the ranking the 12 games and, and their importance, and I had Kentucky way up there. Kentucky owns Florida right now. Well, yeah, there's no other way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, sorry, guys. I mean, who thought we would live in a world where Kentucky owns Florida? I know. Technically, technically, Vanderbilt does too. Yeah, one they do. <laughs> one and zero, baby. Basketball and football. Yeah, basketball. We got to get basketball's going to bounce back then. Yeah, I, I, you know, but um, we'll see what happens uh, with both them, and, and of course we'll, we'll have baseball tonight uh, here on WRUF. We'll get out about ten minutes early uh, to get to uh, Jeff and Eric Castaldo doing the game up in Jacksonville. And there was a name to the field. I asked Jeff what the name of the field is now because, you know, when I was a second year out of college, I covered a lot of games in Wolfson Park. The Suns? Jacksonville Suns. Randy Jackson. They were the Royals, Randy Johnson. right? They were the, Ro- were yep. the Royals. Danny Jackson. Randy Johnson and Danny Jackson were their, two of their pitchers and – they were it was great, but now they moved it over there to the ballpark or whatever. But it, there is a name, and I can't. I look, I was just glancing through something, and I saw it was like some weird name of something. I don't even know what it is. But I've had people because we talked about it. I talked about it on my podcast. We talked about it on the radio, and they go, "Hey, every game is on TV." And I go, "Look, no. I talked to Jeff. Jeff said there's not a camera there. There's not going to be a camera there to take. Yeah, there's nobody there with a truck to produce yeah. the television shows. So there, you know, I mean." You'll see highlights on GatorZone.com. Uh, yeah. Maybe Gator Chris will comment on them. He it'll won't be, be commenting on college be baseball. <laughs> you ping. <laughs> but we'll see Throw what happens. Throw the first. But it, uh, so you got to listen to Jeff and Eric and see if what Florida can do. Maybe they can sweep the uh, mighty Seminoles who are. What's their record now? Uh, They've won a couple. Lately. Yeah, but Jeff gave it to me yesterday. And it was like I want to say it was like fifteen and twenty-four or something like God, that. God, their basketball and baseball seasons have been a wreck. It happens. It happens yeah. in sports. It does. I mean, 
we can't all be great all the time. You know, Alabama wasn't great in football for a long time. They had they weren't great in they basketball for Mike a Shula long time. And, uh, yeah. All this stuff. Mike Shula, Mike Price, yeah, uh, Francioni. <laughs> yeah, they went through what Florida's going through now. Yeah, and uh, that's the worst thing you can do is keep changing coaches. Speaking of that, let us get Tennessee Mike on the phone, who likes to change coaches. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys, got some content to throw at y'all today. I was glad when you're in there, Robbie. Yeah, unfortunately, I've seen a few of these bum coaches, Pat. You know, I compare it. Uh, you ever, before that days of GPS, remember when you were lost going through a neighborhood, maybe in an unfamiliar town? Yeah, I, I don't remember remember it. I, it feels like it was 100 years ago, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah. how great it is now. Yeah, but, but here's my point. Every time that wheel goes around, you're likely just getting further and further from your destination. Here's another way to put it. You've either got the right guy or the wrong guy. Yeah. Well, you have to find and, out. But the, here's a funny thing. So let, when they hired Muschamp, my first reaction was, I don't know about this, but then the more I talk to people, I go, yeah, this. he was the coach in waiting at Texas. Tennessee was going to go after him. Okay, we'll see what he can do. Then they had to fire him because he just wasn't successful enough. Then they hire McIlwain. They had no choices there. There was nobody out there, and they hire McIlwain, and it sounded good for two years. They but he was such a poor SEC fit. East, but he was a terrible fit. He was yeah. just he hated the people here. Then they hire Mullen. You go, yeah, that makes sense. He was great with uh, mediocre talent at Mississippi State, but that's what he thought he could win with, and it didn't work out. Now but I he, always had the red flags with him. Yeah. Because when he was yeah, here, he it, couldn't recruit. Yeah. Hey, guys, I had a little Napier for you in a little spring meetings, I guess, mostly for you, Robbie. I've already thought a lot about it, Pat. But, um, you know, guys, I think it's too early on the, on the Napier. Let's don't forget Saban went 6-6 six and six after year one, Saban tree and all that. Um, I do – one of your sayings I like a lot, Pat, I like most of them. But you, when you talk about perceived heat versus real heat, I would call – I would dumb it down and say perceived heat is year two, real heat year three. Yeah, I agree Absolutely. with that. Absolutely. I don't disagree with yeah, you there. Yeah, me neither. That's perfect, perfectly and, But when you get maybe a coach that survives year three, maybe you're talking about a tenured coach with six, seven, six, seven eight, nine years on the job, somebody like maybe Mark Stoops or somebody like that, then – Yeah, you get, it's got to be Brian Harson bad. Yeah. You know, the, the, the – Where the, you knew it wasn't going to work. It right wasn't going to work, no. and they tried to get rid of him after one year. No, after you get out of the first three years, I think like I said year two's perceived, year three's real. But when you get in with the coach, maybe it's been around for a long time. I think perceived heat is the fans want the coach gone. Yeah, real heat is when the administration and the boost and the big money wants them gone. Yeah. Right. Well, look what ha- has happened at FSU. Mike Norvell. I'm sure people were thinking perceived heat after year two. Now look at where he has them. They're a possible playoff yeah. team now, and what will be year four for him? I and seeing not. bad coaches, guys, what you usually get most of these coaches is attendance. When fans, when the regular Joe stops going, that usually sends a message to big money and the administration. Yeah, and so the interesting thing guy. is, yeah, when Florida, you lose the fans, you've, you've lost it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Napier's first year, I mean, it was like unbelievable attendance. Every game was packed. So uh, we'll see what it's like this year. But again, the 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 home uh, the home. Uh, home games aren't as attractive as they were a year ago, but you do have Tennessee coming in. That'll be a big crowd no matter what. FSU coming in. They'll, 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 be, they'll be full for those two games. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's different 
between college and pros, guys. In the NFL, they will blow you up after a year or two if you're really bad. Oh, yeah. See Urban Meyer. See Urban Meyer. But in the um, college game, unless you're humping a shark or death threats or cheating or doing something illegal, you're getting your three years. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just bad business to, to uh, be firing coaches. In most of these schools, you got to give even a bum. Derek Dilley got three years. Yeah, but you're saying humping a shark gets you fired, but there's only one person who's ever done that that got fired. So, Yeah, but like I said, what I'm trying to say is barring some unforeseen weird circumstance, the worst guy's yeah. been three years. Yeah, you get three. If you fire after year two, who's going to want to go there? No one but the quick. Not only that, but who? what players want to go there? Because yeah. they go, well, I guess there's no be stability. Again, and players are. are I, I, I still I despise it when a player says I'm coming home or I'm going home. Yeah. Maybe for a year you are. Let's you know, I don't put that on Twitter. That should be outlawed. That should be an NCAA violation. Yeah, and I, one other thing too, administration's too big to fail. These administrations do hate eating that buyout money, guys. They yeah, get they old. Do. Paying a lot of coaches not to coach. Yeah. Hey, uh, one thing for you, Robbie, or two yeah. or three quick hits, I guess, too, on Destin coming up. Looks like they're going to really try to skin this scheduling thing. Don't really want to get into that too much. But uh, I want to, if you've been following this deal about the uh, fans storming the field and all that, Robbie, do you have an opinion on that? Are you for uh, finding these schools or penalizing schools with games? Are you, are you that drastic about it? I, I kind of am because Pat and I have been in a couple of dangerous situations on the field when they got stormed, and it's not well, – it's very yeah. scary. One of them was at Tennessee, another at LSU, one at Mississippi State. But LSU, I, I think oh, – Mississippi, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, you know, obviously Sankey is serious about making it – preventing people from doing this anymore. If you take away a game from somebody, that you're going to tighten up yeah, your security but, okay. when you don't get on the field. I heard a really good um, solution today, and I threw a pretty good one to Pat a few days back on this, guys. My solution has always been just turn it over to the uh, SEC office, let them hire the security like the NFL. Don't fire yourself. Don't blame your member institutions. Blame the SEC office. You're in charge of it. You get to just do it just like the NFL. Well, but I heard something yeah, but you're giving them, you're giving them um, already giving them like $58 million or whatever it is. They can You can hire, spend it. Well, yeah, but, but just take the schools out of it, find yourself. You know, you deal with the cops yourself. You hire the staff. You hire the security. But I heard something be- even better today, Pat. Here, think about these. Wait, the, first of all, over. your first solution is no good. But go ahead. No, I, better. No, I, think it's, I, think, I think it's perfect. Get no, the schools out of terrible. it. Just like the NFL. And don't, don't blame your schools. Don't, don't blame Don't ever find yourself. That's never a good idea. But I, hear, I heard something better today, Pat. I think you'll like this deep down. When the game's over, get the opposing team. You know how sometimes they'll bring a cord out. You know, you know the, the, the swarm the visiting team. You do what you got to do to get the visiting team off the field, and then turn the fans loose. It's good for TV. Makes the conference look good. Storming the field's not a bad thing. What you got to do is ensure security of the visiting team. Well, I don't agree with you, and that's going to do it for you. Uh, we will take a break. <laughs> Uh, and come back with more with Robbie Andrew. You we gotta, gonged him. Well, we got to get a break. And he's he's made this point over and over again, and I, I don't agree with anything he said. But, look, I'm different than a lot of people. You are too, Robbie. We've been on the field where it's we fri- – It can be frightening. It, it really it, can. It is. So, uh, and I've been at, at a basketball. I'll, I'll talk about that too. we got to get a break. Let's get that here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew on WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening 
to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in, and you don't have to do a thing. They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear and quiet conditions will continue this evening and tonight. Lows in the 50s. Wednesday, simply sunny and breezy. Highs in the 80s. Wednesday night, starry skies and super cool. Lows around 50. Thursday and Friday, getting warmer but not too windy or humid. Highs in the middle 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. And now, 
Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. It's tough to watch, but we've watched it before. Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith. If I'm Will Levis, I got to say to my agent, what the hell? Didn't we get any intel? Was there any chance that I was going to be taken in the first round? What happened? Did we get played? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back here. We got a little bit behind, so we'll take a couple calls. But I did get Robbie for the first time on a movie. And when I tell you what the movie is, you will tell me you've never heard of it or seen it. But I never heard of it or seen it either. And so the I, key. I couldn't stop watching it. It was it was a silent movie. Silent movie. on. It was called Laugh, Clown, Laugh. I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. It got like a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So, Do you like it? It was Lon Chaney. Senior. And uh, Loretta Young, who was like 15 or whatever. But it was such a weird story. I think this is what sucked me in, is Lon Chaney finds this young uh, little girl uh, by the river tied up. They had basically thrown her away, you know, because they had too many kids. He ad- and he basically takes her in. He's a clown. He takes her under her wing. They She becomes this beautiful young girl. Beca- and then he falls in love with her. And I'm no, like, oh, no, 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 no. Whoa, wait a minute here. That got a little bit weird on me. Um, I didn't know that there was that kind of stuff going on back in the uh, 20s. Byron, I'm sure you've seen Laugh, Clown, La- Laugh. Oh, you would bring something up I'm not familiar with, although I have seen the movie called Silent Movie. That's been on TV before. <laughs> I have watched that. Yeah, it's you know, not one it of the best ones. No, it wasn't very good. I didn't understand it really. But Rob, thanks for taking my call, Pat and Robbie. Robbie, I want to thank you so much, young man, for starting off today with your rant because I am 100% behind you. Good. I listen to the Chuck Oliver show because I love college football, even though he never says anything really positive about the Gators. But uh, now I understand that in some cases, of course. But I heard uh, Andrew Spivey yesterday. And Chuck Oliver will, of course, start off with his questions that are in a negative tone. Oh, yeah. He doesn't even ask a positive question. It has a negative tone to it, some negative inference. And, of course, then Andrew goes right to his thing about, well, yeah, whatever. Gators, you know, six and seven, and only had 10,000 people, blah, 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 which you refer to. And it's patently absurd to have all these people, like you said, that they don't even go to the game. Yeah, he doesn't. Or, you know, and if they didn't have a chance to at least watch some of it, and then he's talking like that, it really bothers me. We would see yeah, him once know. a year at SEC yeah. media days. So that was but I, I was right around the corner. When I heard yeah. him yesterday, I was... he keeps his credentials yeah. fast? I don't know. But when I heard yeah. him on the radio yesterday, I was like yelling at the radio, like, you're a, you're a dummy, an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You didn't about. say dummy, though. Well, no, yeah, not yeah. really. <laughs> You know, you can't say what you actually yeah. on the air. It's no. a family-oriented show, Robbie. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah, I won't. Never will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm uh, totally 100% behind you. 
because you know I do follow social media, and there are a bunch of different Florida fan base uh, pages on the on the uh, on, on Facebook, for instance. And uh, there's never, almost never, anything positive on Facebook about the Gators, and it's it's upsetting to me. Well, I I will say this. There is nothing to be positive about until they start doing some great things. They have not done great things. We all kind of know more than the average guy in Tacoma knows that what what they've done with the facilities, what they've done with the recruiting, what what we every time we sit down with uh, Coach Napier, it's it's fascinating. He's the plan he's got. We all know that, but right. everybody's just looking at numbers. They're looking at six to seven, six to seven. They're looking at the bowl game that you're 12 and 17 since Pat and Robbie retired. And that's <laughs> what everybody keeps talking about. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awful. You're going to depress me completely. Lauren, just stay Everybody's off of social crew. media for a while. It's going very well. So I'm happy about that now. I'm sorry, what'd you say, Robbie? Y'all just take a break from social media. You know, enjoy your summer. Yeah, I Don't know worry I about need it. To do that. Now, Pat, I'm going to do one baseball thing if I could. Is it possible that, uh, and you can help me out my information, uh, this young pitcher for the Gators, Neely, was suspended for some unknown reason a couple no, of games I know ago. exactly why he was suspended, but go yeah. ahead. Okay. And um, he got some play, gets suspended four games. And the Gators lose, I believe it was three consecutive South Carolina. Could there have been some kind of psychological element to that, the reason they lost those games? There could have been a little bit, but, I mean, the bottom line is that's not why they lost. They never needed him. They actually – he probably would have only pitched to get his arm loose. Uh, There was not Uh a game where they – had a lead in, in the late innings and would have brought him in. I don't think it had really any effect. I, South Carolina is really good. They play really well at home. Um, Florida just didn't play well. They didn't score enough runs. They scored, what, 10 runs that weekend. This is a team that scores 10 runs a game, it feels like. So I think that was more of it than anything. They just didn't, they didn't hit well, and they didn't pitch particularly well, and just didn't go well for them. Sometimes that happens on the road, especially – in the SEC, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen so many. I think, I think there were five, maybe five sweeps last week by different teams. I mean, it was just that mm-hmm. late in the season. But now, yeah. I don't, I don't think the Neely suspension hurt Florida as much really? as we all feared it would. Yeah. Okay. I just thought there might have been some uh, uh, psychological. Well, I think he, he made the thing. trip with them, so they. I mean, if they yeah. were best friends with them, right. they would be okay. But, but, but also, like I said, yeah. they weren't didn't need him in that series anyhow. No, they didn't. Yeah. yeah. So one more one more thing. Uh, I know you say this is not important, but it's something like twenty one out of the last twenty two games the Gators have beaten FSU. You know, what I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't think it's that much. But yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty close to that. I mean, okay. they they have dominated late, especially and um, uh, just. Keep finding ways to win. I mean, they've won it on walk-offs. They've won it on uh, blowing them out. I mean, um, Sully's done an amazing job against them in Miami, and that for that, I will always be indebted to him. Yeah, okay, you guys are jinxing hey. them again. Right, exactly. <laughs> they could lose tonight. I mean, FSU's no, struggling, no, no. but they, but they. Uh, it, I mean, it's look, baseball. They lose a lot of six to four games. I mean, eventually somebody's going to gap one, and it'll be yeah, right. the other way around. All righty. Well, thank you, Pat. Thank you, Robbie. Take See care. You, I appreciate it. Uh, we got to get a, another break in. Jake, we'll get you on the other side, I promise, when we come back. 
You're listening to the tailgate, Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew today, while Jeff and Eric Costaldo get ready to do the game up at in Jacksonville, Florida versus FSU, which you can hear right here on WRUF. We'll be right back with more of the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. At International Diamond Center, their diamonds don't just sparkle. They come to life. The diamond doesn't smile at you. Don't buy it. The diamond's got to talk to you. IDC owner Keith LeClaire says the reason his diamonds have this magical quality is because every diamond at IDC has passed through the highest possible quality control standards and chosen for maximum beauty. You're seeing the brilliance and the scintillation. There's no obstruction in that diamond. There's no internal green. There's no clouds. An IDC diamond is better because, pure and simple, we put the time, the effort of selecting only the best. Every diamond is going to be handpicked by us. We're looking for nothing but the top, top, top percent. So there's never any cutting corners, no compromising, no settling for an okay diamond. Let's be critical. Let's pick the best and deliver the best we can. We do all the hard work in the beginning. Is that diamond you're about to buy just okay? Or does it speak to you? Come to IDC and listen before you buy. Anybody that sees it on her hand, they're going to be on. Where'd you get that diamond? International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Uh, it's really uplifting in here. Robbie and I are talking about all the dogs we've lost in our lives because I was watching Marley and me um, for a little while today until I started crying and then turned it off. Brought it on yourself. We're just dog people. It's all we can be. Like, I'll be, I'll have somebody on the radio or somebody on a podcast, and they'll go, oh, my dog's barking. I go, we're dog. That's fine, yeah. We're dog friendly. We're good. He's welcome. Jake, He's welcome. you got four and a half minutes. What do you I'm got? How about cheer you both up? How about cheer you both up? Okay. You say, I know you. You know me. One thing I can tell you is you got to be free. Come together. Come together right now over me. Well, okay. that was good, except you were singing it. Um, <laughs> I know. It's I, kind of funny because I, really I was telling my wife the other day, we were listening to it on the way home, and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't even re- – I just realized at this moment how much I miss John Lennon's voice. I, I yeah. mean, not just John Lennon, how great he was, but his voice. Oh, yeah. Which is a unique voice. Nobody sings sang like him. And then you put Lennon and McCartney together, and you've got <laughs> amazing. Oh, I got a good second hour thing I want to bring throw at you. But go ahead. What do you got, Jake? Yeah, I wanted to ask you a couple of things about baseball tonight. Is, is that game going to be on television, I hope? As far as I can tell, no. And no. I, I asked Jeff about it yesterday, and he said there's not going to be any production. There's not going to be any cameras there. The only cameras are going to be oh. Gator Vision. And um, I, I that, that's what he told me. And he also didn't know the name of the stadium, too. So it could be that there oh. is something. But as far as I know, apparently it is – uh, FSU's game, home game for them. Home game for them. So it's up to them, and the, it's up to the ACC network and ACC Network Plus. And apparently, ACC Network Plus goes, "No, you guys suck too much. We're not going to." Yeah, they're not going to cover yeah. it, so it's not going to be on TV. Yeah, that's a bummer. Is, is uh, Sully going to throw the the guy that pitched so good last week during the weekday games? Well, he's throwing Cleet Hartzog to start the game. Tonight. Oh, that's not the guy that I'm talking about. He tossed that other kid last week. The guy was really solid. Huh. Okay, well, that's good to know. And, yeah, I guess it was yesterday, you guys, when you were on. I heard something, but I'm not really quite tuned into it. Is there another quarterback, you said his name starts with an L, who is looking at coming here? Um, I I. Don't know that we talked about it. I know I talked about it on my podcast. I gave three names of guys that are in the portal that could come here. Started with an L. Started with an L or something. You talking about the Nebraska kid or at the Michigan State kid? There's a Michigan State kid. There's a Nebraska kid, kid, and there's a um, uh, one other guy. But Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, they're all in the portal, and they're. um, But I mean, I don't know where uh, if they're going to get. It doesn't matter. We didn't get them. Well, no, it, no. The portal you can't get in. You the can portal get him. He's anymore. in the portal now, but, but you so can, can still get, get guys from. You the can portal. sign them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about? I guess we never had a shot. There's some hot shot, and his first name is Hunter. You know who that is? I've never heard of him. So he's not a hot shot if I've never heard of him. Where did he? Where was he? Where was he at? Can you remember, uh, Jake? 
Uh, he's from, I think he's from around somewhere in Michigan there. And there, all the big schools were after him. And then uh, at the end, it said uh, them and then maybe Michigan again. So I guess he was a backup at Michigan. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Lake, like, here's here's the thing, Jake. You need to get a scorecard before the uh, season starts to know where everybody is because it's almost like uh, Major League Baseball where you go. Trey Turner's not with the Dodgers yeah, anymore. That you know, what, 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 what happened there? Yeah. But yeah, it it is complicated, and it's the world we live in. Unfortunately, I'll just figure it out. In fact, I was thinking about writing about uh, the twelve quarterbacks in the SEC with the most pressure on them and. I was like, I have to look them up to see who's. I know you don't it's like really... eight of them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Jake. Thanks. All right, man. Thanks. See ya. Appreciate it. Whole second hour coming up. Brought to you by Eldon Lawn, but actually not a whole one. We're going to get out ten minutes early so we can go to Jeff and um, Eric up in Jacksonville. What a wonderful town! The Bull what New kind of City. Crowd of the they South. It'll be close. It'll to be sell, packed because right? this is a game that Jacksonville people go to. You know. For both and sides. It's a Gator and FSU town. Jacksonville's kind of both. Kind of split. I think it's still more Gator. Hopefully. All right. We got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back with the second hour here on the tailgate ESPN WRUF. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. QC Kinetics provided amazing pain relief for a former professional baseball player, and you have access to the same life-changing treatments as retired Braves pitcher Jose Alvarez. I put a lot of stress and strain and work on my right arm, but my right elbow took most of the damage with three surgeries. Arthritis developed, and the pain was unbearable. It wasn't just pain when I was trying to play sports. It was any time I was moving the right elbow. It was pretty excruciating at times. That's when Jose discovered QC Kinetics and the regenerative treatments that help the body heal itself, restoring damaged tissue and providing relief with no surgery or downtime. Jose's message to the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. My elbow is feeling outstanding. Where were you 10 years ago for crying out loud? QC Kinetics is right here. Call for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala and the Villages. 352-400 4550. 
Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, second hour, Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew coming at you. And uh, we'll get out a little bit early to get to um, Jeff and uh, Eric Stalbo doing the baseball game. This is an interesting thing, Robbie. Um, I got a call Monday morning, and I was doing a radio show in Montgomery, I think it was. So I'm doing, I'm doing this radio show with these guys, and uh, Scott Carter calls me. He so did? I had to go. I had to get back to him. Of course, yeah. Scott's a great friend, great guy. He says, "Yeah." He, he said, "I was reading this. Uh, we talked for a little bit." He says, "I was reading this piece you did about um, guys that didn't do anything in the NFL that you thought might." And he said, "You mentioned Larry Dupree." And he said, "And you mentioned the tragedy that happened to him." He goes, "What? His baby?" What? Yeah. I said, "What can you tell me?" I go. And that's the thing. You that and I a, know that. Not many people know that. That was the week of the Georgia game, the week night of before the Georgia, the Georgia game. game. Yeah. And uh, I, the way I told him the story was not the way – because he actually tweeted it out as uh, – I, I was curious about it when when, um, when Pat brought it up. And so I tweeted it out. He tweeted out uh, the, the actual story. You know, I, I guess it was the only one in their clip thought. You know who wrote the lead? Tom McEwen. He did? Yes. Wow. In the distance was his lead. <laughs> no. No, that's good. But it, it's funny to read the lead. You got to go watch, read it. It's it's kind of funny to read that lead. It's it's very Tom McEwen-y. But, uh, yeah, L- Larry Dupree was a great story, but a terrible story at the same time. Tragedy. His, his wife gave birth to a stillborn premature baby. Wasn't it the night before I, the Georgia? N- according to the story, it was like two nights before. Okay. 
And the, but my memory was that they rushed him from Jacksonville. They put him to in a in a state trooper car and f- drove him up to in time for the game. Yeah. But I, I I didn't see that in the story. It may not. I may have just. But I think it is in Tom McEwen's it. book that they did then. Yeah, his, I think his it is, book, yeah. The Gators. I think that's where you can get the detail. God, the we were we used to have to go to that book all the time for information. And there's no telling what was in there that was true or not. But yeah, we would we would go. What happened in the '40s? And so you'd go. That was the only way to look it up. Yeah. There was no internet. No. You couldn't go. You couldn't Google it. Like now, like when I was writing my, uh, I think it was the second book I did, I had to Google. And you, again, you're like, how do I find out about the bowl game Florida played in Havana, Cuba? Well, Google may have something. And then, yeah, sure enough, I'm there was sure, like yeah. a clip from the Havana Register or whatever. So Larry Dupree, Pat, did he never make it in the Didn't NFL? get drafted. Yeah. He was such a great college player. Went to uh, he was an amazing player. In fact, that game he I think he went for seventy five yards and scored a touchdown and had another one called back because he stepped out of bounds. Do you but, remember um, his number? I'm gonna go with thirty five. What two thirty five? Thirty five. Maybe think. you may be right because he was listed as a fullback, but he was a great player. He was an All American. Jack Harper was thirty three, right? That's the thing, though. Is yeah, he was, I don't know. That that's the thing, you're you're you you and Cardozo are obsessed with numbers. I don't I don't worry about numbers. You know, like he was asking me about all these great like who what was Greg Maddox? I have no idea what his number was. Here's what I saw. You and Keith Niebuhr are the same. I way. would see him and him pitching, and I would go, "That's Greg Maddox." Yeah, it's you didn't remember need Keith it. Niebuhr? He said he knew everybody's number. And Bianchi goes, well, yeah, what number was Carlos Alvarez? <laughs> he couldn't remember it. It drove him 45. crazy. I know Forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah. Tim Andrew was the same way. Crick, Ainarelli, he had them all. God. <laughs> the bad uh, old days. Let's get to a phone call. Ted, what is going on today? How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Sonny? You haven't heard Robbie drop a Sonny in a long time. <laughs> Sonny boy. Sonny boy. <laughs> um, so uh, a, a couple of things. Pat, you always talk about the Beatles a lot, but I've never seen you at a shoddy Beatles show, and I highly recommend I I yeah I mean you have to let me know when they're playing I'd like I'd love to go see that I've heard it's good in fact I've picked out we always do at the Friday night party for the golf tournament which will be next Friday we always end up doing impromptu karaoke and I've already picked out what? my song what are you gonna do you can't do that by the Beatles okay oh. I got something to say that might cause you pain. In in either case, they do a, a fantastic job. The, the notion is they play note for note. They're not trying to do anything really good. different. Yeah, it's 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 pretty impressive, and and the crowd typically gets into it. It's usually a good crowd somewhere in the five hundred. So where do they play? Watch it. They'll play downtown at the Woolly. They'll play at Hartwood Stage. You know, it's, it's, those are the regions. But yeah, I think Hartwood's having a big thing next Saturday, right? Next Friday, Saturday. The, the yeah, the eleventh and twelfth. I, I think believe. Sister yeah. Hazel's there. Yeah. Um, the the people who are in that band uh, will be playing Warning Bell. So it's like a, an indie group that has – they do, do that on the side to make a little bit of extra cash. Anyway, I digress. Is Neutral Milk um, Hotel going to be there? <laughs> I do like that band. They're I do too. I, I When they brought it up in yesterday and he was making fun of, like, these all obscure <laughs> bands and he says Neutral Milk Hotel, and I went, I love those guys. <laughs> They're pretty amazing. Um the, uh, I was going to say that uh, the, the transfer portal question here, 
you have to be in the transfer portal, uh, portal obviously, within the, the given dates that they give you. The 30th was the end date in which you could get into it. However, what if you graduate from a, a school and you have eligibility left? You can just enroll. Yeah, so you, yeah, 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 you, you're a graduate then. You wouldn't be getting in the okay. portal. And yeah. you, you wouldn't be able to put your name in the portal, but you could let people know. Yeah, graduate transfer is different from the portal. Okay, just making sure. Okay, yeah. that's all. Thanks, fellas. Huh? All right, appreciate the call, Ted. Appreciate anybody talking about the Beatles. Oh, I know what I was absolutely. Gonna, I was going to talk to you about um, because I was trying to think what year. I think it was like 2014. Remember that movie that came out where they followed the kid through his whole life? Was it called a battle boy? No, it wasn't called a battle boy. It was called I didn't even remember the name of it. It was Ethan Hawke and Patricia Arquette, and they it won. I think it won an Oscar. What was it about again? They followed this kid. Like, they, the camera people literally went and, and stayed with this guy, and they did him when he was 6, when he was f- 10, when he was yeah. 15. And they, they they filmed this movie over, like, 15 years. It was... I know. I kind of remember it, but no, I can't think of the name. I can't name. think of the name of either. It was... Uh, Google it. It wasn't about a boy. It's boyhood, I think. Boyhood. Yeah. Boyhood. So that was on today, and I, I started to watch it again. It's it, it's not one of those like movies you have to go to when you see it's on. You go, oh yeah, I like this movie, and you go, yeah, but I don't want to watch it again. Um, but there was a scene where Ethan Hawke gives him a, a birthday present, and he calls it the Black Album, and it's the best of post Beatles uh, singles. Yeah, right. And so I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's some. I, I had to. I actually had to stop to check it out. Yeah, and and and. Um, Freeze it so I could look at all the titles. Not all more good. One thing I did appreciate was that the uh, um, writers of the movie, I assume, who wrote that, did appreciate Backseat of My Car by Paul McCartney, which is maybe my favorite Paul McCartney single song. That's a good one for sure. But they had two by George. One was My Sweet Laura, which is a great song. I got no problem with it. You could get sued for it. but And then... Um, I, I don't remember the other one. Nothing, I don't think, from other than My Sweet Lord from All Things Must Pass, which All Things Must Pass is great. Yeah. Isn't it a pity is great. I mean, there's so many. Oh, I know what it was, Blow Away, which is a good song, but it's not the greatest George Harrison song. No, I like that song. So they had two of those, two by George and two by Ringo. You cannot put them together in the single. No, you can't. George Ringo is, is way below that. George was more successful than any of the other Beatles yeah. as, as single artists. Um, he put he made the best single album by, well actually it was a triple album but um, all things was passed is sold the most records yeah it was awesome so I, I got a little upset with it although he did have jealous guy on there which I know is your favorite oh, yeah. song I love that one we used to sing it to our wives and uh, at remember uh, God what was the name of that bar it's closed now it was here. We used to get those big margaritas, and the, they had the weirdest chicken wings, but they were delicious. Uh, it was over there on uh, the where Butler of, Plaza is yeah. now. Uh, yeah. What was the name of it? Game with an A. We were talking about this not long ago. <sighs> Getting old, Pat. Whatever happened to Ethan Hawke, by the way? Um, well, he was in um, that movie, uh, the remake of... 
the movie. I can't think of that name. Of the movie. You, hey, have you had a chance to see Air? What was the name of the movie? No, I haven't. I'm no, I'm gonna. You'll watch. love that movie. Yeah, I think I think I'm planning on like the day after the golf tournament is Mother's Day, so I've already got reservations for Karen and and I and Kelsey, but I think we're gonna go see Guardians of the Galaxy three. That'd be good. Yeah, we like those Marvel movies. I do too. Madeline got me. Chris Harry likes to make fun of them. Yeah, you know, Ant Man. You love Ant Man, <laughs> but now you have a weapon to come I've back got a at him. Great at. weapon. <laughs> What was the name of the move or the place? What was the name of the movie? Uh, they 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 come into a town. They had to it was Denzel Washington, uh, Chris Pratt, and they try to save the town. It was a remake of a famous movie. What year are you talking? Seven about? something. The Seven Samurai. No. What? <laughs> <The> seven <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> The Magnificent, no, was it Magnificent Seven? Yeah. Maybe. I'll look it up. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I I love that movie. It's a great movie. Well, The Magnificent oh. Seven was based on The Seven Samurai. Oh, so you were right the first yeah, time. Yeah, so you were giving me grief and I was right. All right, well, somebody can remember the the bar restaurant over uh, in Butler Plaza that's been closed for a long time now that had the greatest big pictures of margarita and you they, would they ladle did, yeah. them in there. They did. The, Chelsea's the, Pub. Two callers said that is Ashley's Pub. Ashley's Pub. Ashley's Pub. I knew it yeah. began with an A. Yeah, Ashley's Thank Pub. Thank you. That place was so awesome. Yeah. I love that place. I loved Old Gainesville. Uh, old Gainesville was, and again, we're not talking about like black and white movie games. But we're no, talking, we're talking 20 years ago, Ashley's yeah. Pub. Oh, God. Well, when I was living over at uh, Wind Meadows, we used to go there a lot. Yeah, because it was right next to you. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Cindy, Molly. <laughs> uh, Bessie. <laughs> the king. king. <laughs> it's an you were laughing so hard, I thought you were going to pass I, out. I, I, I feel like I've weaponized you. Like I'm almost like uh, I've given you RoboCop weaponry. And this is coming from, from one of the two Chris's, too. I know. You're right. All right, well, one of the Chris's has to take a break. I know that right now. We'll take more of your phone calls, whatever you want to talk about. Obviously, when Robbie's in here, we have we try to have fun. We talk about other things other than sports. But if you want to talk We've about, had our rant on football. So. We've had our rant on football. And if you want to get in on that, if you want to get in on uh, anything else, Gator Baseball tonight against FSU, how big a deal it is, is it to you that Florida has dominated them? Um, I think everybody kind of, you know, it's almost like I don't want to say it's like the Kentucky thing, but you're beat Kentucky every year, and you kind of get used to it, and then all of a sudden you start losing to them, and you go, "Hey, hey!" It's almost like um, America's Cup. Remember, nobody yeah. cared about the America's Cup till we lost. Till, yeah, and then, it then was everybody like, goes, "Hey, yeah. we gotta, we gotta do better at yachting." Now I haven't paid any attention to the America's Cup in forever. Ever, yeah. They, was that Dennis Connor? Yeah. Well, how can I remember that? I don't know, and I can't remember Ashley's because pub. You've got long term memory. You've I've got, got short-term weird. memory problems. <laughs> Tom Hanks, at it. that was a great character on Saturday Night Live. Mr. Short-Term Memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get a break. We'll be back with more here on the tailgate, ESPN WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. <laughs> All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in and you don't have to do a thing. They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. Nobody likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Back here on the tailgate, Pat Dooley and the great Robbie Andrew. All right, we are back here. If you want to get a call in, talk about one coming in now. Anything you want to talk about? We've talked about a lot of things. I, I, I tell you, Robbie, I am. I really want to stay up and watch. Lakers. Lakers and yeah. Golden State. I'm a Golden State guy. I love Steph Curry. What a game he had the other night. Um, but there's no way I'm staying up till 12. That won't start till 10 o'clock, right? Starts at 10, which means it starts at 10 10 yeah. or 10 12. So you're talking after midnight. It, it's so funny when you, because I don't watch the NBA during the season at all. I, I just have no interest in it. But I love the playoffs, I love to watch them. And, um, you, and you watch college basketball all year and you watch a ton of I watch a ton of those games and obviously watch every game I can of the tournament and then all of a sudden you get to an NBA game and you go like oh there's two minutes left in the third quarter and there's still a 12 minute quarter left this game is it's just starting I've heard a lot of people say they wish the college game would go to four quarters I yeah I I don't really get why it makes a difference either way the women do uh, four quarters yeah I don't know that it is a better game with it going to four quarters. I mean, you can change the fouls. But why did ba- college basketball go to two halves instead of four quarters? I mean, high school, it's all know. four quarters. I don't know the answer to that. Everywhere it's four quarters. I think Naismith said, you shall be two halves, equally timed. <laughs> and also, officials in the Southeastern Conference will stink on ice. I think that's the way it went. Something like that. That's that, that what does sound familiar to me. Yeah, that's, I think that's what Naismith said. David, what's up? Come on, Pat. You're not a Miami Heat Jimmy Butler fan? I'm, I, I I like Jimmy Butler a lot. He's really good. He's been amazing. But um, no, I'm, 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 I don't know why I, I kind of became a Steph Golden State fan about six or seven years ago, and I've got four rings to show. You do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I like Steph Curry too, but I'm with you. I don't watch it. I don't watch the NBA during regular season at all. Um, and uh, to me, it's both NBA and Major League Baseball. I think they need to cut the seasons in half. Yeah, yeah but again, they uh, won't because the revenue that money. comes in by no, yeah. no, of course they won't. But uh, you know, it's just uh, it would give more meaning to the games. I think. <clears throat> but um, uh, how about uh, you guys were talking about pubs? Do you, do you remember the Chelsea Street Pub? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep, very well. Yeah. Yeah, I was when I was uh, going at college there. They had uh, Thursday nights. Well, Thursday and Friday they had, they had live music, and uh, I think Thursday was like uh, or Wednesday and Thursday. That's what it was. Wednesday I think was four dollars bottomless pitcher, and then uh, Thursday I think was three for one. So is you know, is Dirty Nelly still open or is that closed now? It's still there, I think. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I used to go there a lot. Um, 
Remember Big Daddy's Dime Night at Big Daddy's? Oh, God. We lived, I lived <laughs> in, uh, it was called at the time Landmark, I think. Apartments right around the, I mean, you know. Oh, deadly. Yeah, just walk over there. That was, but our favorite bar of all time was P.J. O'Reilly's. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame yeah. that I had to close. You broke them with your bill. <laughs> I did break them, yeah. In fact, uh, when when uh, their the father died there, of course he was. I he I loved that guy so much. Um, Jack and Jim and Chris and Danny, and um, when he passed away, they said they buried my tab with him. Just so, <laughs> just as yeah. it, just in the cream, they put it in the crematorium for it with him, so it would go away. Burned up that bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, and for game day bars, Purple Porpoise was uh, was always. Oh, was yeah, that was great. Best of all time. Yeah, yeah. the Swamp was pretty um, damn good too. Let me tell you what. Uh, oh but, yeah, and it's still that? it's still great. I love going to the Swamp, yeah. and we appreciate what they do for the uh, the tournament every year. They they serve margaritas. I'll be on the second yeah. hole, Robbie. So. Good. Joe's, Joe's Deli was good for halftime oh, too. Tremendous, yeah, tremendous. We had a, yeah, we had a, we had a, we had great bars in the nineties. I'd put our bars yeah. bar scene up with well, yeah, Rickies. but I'm just saying, yeah, Ricky's. But going up, going through the nineties, we had this was a college town then. Now it's turned into an apartment town, but yeah, uh, and you mentioned halftimes. Uh, I guess they'll never go back to the to the halftime, right? Where you can leave, leave and, come, and back. come back. Yeah, that's those days are over. I remember yeah. one line that I was very proud of writing is Florida was playing LSU and they they killed them, and I said it was supposed to be a purpose game. Instead, it turned into a porpoise game because everybody left at yeah. halftime because it was like fifty-two to six at halftime or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, just a uh, hypothetical. I know you're not. A, I don't think you're a big fan of hypotheticals. But let's say Billy Napier gets the same record this year as last year, um, and the seat gets a little bit hotter. Um, I mean, do you think he's going to get four years no matter what? Just because it seems like we've only given coaches two, you know, three years max in the past, you know, a few. Yeah, but they coaches they, they gave. Must champ four years. A lot of people didn't think they should have, but they gave him four years. They gave uh, Mullen four years. I mean, he went to three straight yeah. years. But in every case, in all three cases, there was a reason why they got fired. It wasn't just the one loss record. And, and more with right. Nate, with uh, Must champ, it was about it had become so toxic. And I mean, they could they was killing them in recruiting, and they just you know. And again, this is where I talk about perceived heat and real heat. There was real heat because the boosters were not happy with four and eight, and then uh, what were they seven and six his last year? I think yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, you know if he if, <laughs> if he could have ever found the right offensive coordinator or whatever, yeah. um, he might still be there. You know, I mean, well, he, yeah. I think he was too stubborn to do that. Though. He was, and the other thing was yeah. he was again following a, a legend, you know, yeah. an Urban Meyer. I mean. Just like Zook. Zook wasn't a bad coach, but he was following Spurs. Yeah. All of a sudden, it, it, it seemed a lot worse than it was. Heck of a recruiter, though, Zook was. <clears throat> he set that team up for Urban. He was good. 2006. Yeah, he was really good sure did. Sure did. 21 of the 22 sure. starters were, were recruits from uh, Ron Zook era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate you for calling. Let's go to another David. So it's David Squared. What's up, David? Not much, man. I think I think previous David. I mean, he's he's the original. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> with 
But uh, um, I had a I got a question for you, and I like I saw your you did an article like you know a bunch of Gator players that you know kind of underperformed in the league. I was reading it the other day, and uh, I was wondering, do you think Shorter at Buffalo will have a better, more productive career than the short career Callaway had in Cleveland? Boy, I you know it's funny. I was just. I did a thing for uh, Gators Wire on the 12 guys we were surprised didn't do better in the NFL. Yeah. That's num- that was my first one. That guy's a great player, but he just couldn't stay out of trouble and stay clean and all that. And, and he focused. Got, didn't go to meetings, and they, they finally got rid of him at Cleveland. Um, but even his first year, he was really good. He was really good. But, um, I, you know, I think Shorter is going to be a David Nelson type guy. And David Nelson had a long career. I, mean, I don't know how many years, five years maybe, with Buffalo yeah. and some other teams. But Shorter is a big athletic guy big. that can run, so I think yep. he, he has a chance to, to make a name for himself. No, definitely. When you get those um, – if he, especially if Buffalo plays a team, which there's a bunch of them out there that have those like 160, 170-pound corners, they're going to want a bigger body that can just take something away from someone. Yeah, exactly. And, but that's – that's something that I just never understood about what happened with Trayvon Grimes. I thought Grimes would end up somewhere. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was a mystery to me too. Yeah, I that, that that's kid, a game yeah. num, a guy I should have put in that list. Yeah, yeah because he uh, had everything really: size, speed, hands. And he and he would go up and get the ball. I mean, he was not afraid to do that. Yeah, I don't know why he yeah, didn't make. That was it. always a mystery to me. Maybe not fast I enough. Had, I don't know. I think what he so when he. He went undrafted because of, I guess, the physical with his knee. He got undrafted free agent signed to the Eagles, and he injured that knee. I think he ended up in Canadian ball for a little bit. I don't know what he's doing now, though. But um, I didn't even know he had a bad knee. He didn't play like he had a bad knee for us. No, he didn't. No, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know exactly whatever happened with Trayvon. Trayvon was a different cat. But remember that was, touchdown catch against Georgia uh, at the end of the half. Unbelievable. Although I do remember him getting the 15-yard penalty for running down the field when he was wasn't in the game. And who was it that caught a? It might have been shorter. I can't remember who it was caught a pass in the end zone against somebody. I think it was Arkansas in the swamp, and he ran all the way down the field. And they go, "You can't get on the field when you're not playing in the game." <laughs> so they gave him a 15. Hey man, penalty. that's a Gator thing. Um, was it Hargreaves? Was it Hargreaves did that? Hargreaves, yeah. Hargreaves did it too, yeah. Off was the it the Super Bowl or the playoffs? Yeah, it was a Super Bowl. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, yeah. <laughs> Come on, but, man. Um, I know, man, but uh, I think that all this, like, I, I, I can't wait for the season to just start because uh, with the NFL because I like talking season with college football, but uh, just I'm a huge, I'm a big Steelers fan, and I got friends that are all over the, like, spectrum of different teams, but I know a lot of Colts fans. And they are like 50-50 split. Oh, on, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. On yeah, and I'm like, I'm 50-50 split on it. Yeah. Well, and my thing is, like, I don't understand the pessimistic sports fan. And that's because, like, you always want your team to win. Ain't nothing you're going to do going to change anything. It's not going to change the players they have on the team or the coaching staff. So just sit there and hope that whoever's in uh, in charge is going to make the right decision. And if they don't make the right decision, they're not paid millions of dollars to suck. They're going to be gone. But, like, some people just get 
super down about it. And I'm like, look, you got somebody with, like, explosive-level athleticism. Maybe, just maybe, the guy that coached up Jalen Hurt can bring something out of him. And maybe you look at the bright side and be optimistic. But there's a lot of Colts fans that are just not well, happening. The, I, don't, I don't get it. The, the, they have cable. <laughs> you know, they saw the, the terrible games he played. Where, you know, the, the, the way he finished his career at Florida State, throwing the ball out of the end zone with the game on the line, you know, uh, going nine for seven. Yeah. What was he, nine for 27? Nine for 27. That game? Yeah. But that last, I will say that last pass, he was face masked. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it should have been but, called. But I'm just saying that, uh, look, we, we all saw him play all his games this year and, and last year and the year before. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't personally have picked him with the fourth pick in the draft. That they they did all their due diligence, they loved him, and that that's the thing about Anthony is he is really a good guy and it's easy for people to want to uh, to Make him happy, yeah. I think. And I think it's a great fit for him. You know, he's going to get yeah. coached up, and I think that he's going to play a lot, and I think they're going to bring him along. I think he could really turn into something special. All right, David, oh, yeah. we yeah, got to get a break. Take care, guys. Appreciate it. I did get a text from uh, my friend Dave Salter. His dad, Jim Salter, who's a great guy, built Landmark Apartments. And really? He, he said, and I lived there after being born. I'm like, you know who else did? Me. <laughs> It was only it was eighteen years or nineteen yeah. years after being born. Um, we'll get we got to take a break though. We'll come back. We got some more phone calls. We'll get to them. Um, you're listening to the tailgate on ESPN WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear and quiet conditions will continue this evening and tonight. Lows in the 50s. Wednesday, simply sunny and breezy. Highs in the 80s. Wednesday night, starry skies and super cool. Lows around 50. Thursday and Friday, getting warmer but not too windy or humid. Highs in the middle 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. If I happen to be in an area where there was any type of bear mm-hmm. at all, and you were with me, Max, mm-hmm. and, and something was going on, yeah. I would try to help. I think if I had like a bat or something, yeah, you, yeah, you try what you can. Something I could spook them. But that's why I don't do stuff like that. Why right. I don't? Even, I'm not even putting myself in an area where there's a bear. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, Robbie's favorite coach bringing us back there, O'Sully. O'Sully. Yeah. I think you've changed the dynamic of his, his nickname. Well, it only makes sense, man. Yeah. All right, let's see what Jack says. Is it Sully or O'Sully? I think it's uh, O'McElwain for uh, Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you mean. (laughs) Guys, good to hear you, Robbie. I just want to let you know, uh, I think the cattleman still wants you to whip his ass. You think he does? Well, eventually it's going to happen if he keeps it up and then we'll both drive up there. And you know what we'll do? We'll go up there and get to his trailer park and just – you know what I was thinking? We, we, next time he calls, we should interview him. Like, find out what he does. He won't tell me. I, he won't even tell us he why he's named anything. a cattleman. He's yeah. Getting How, off the course, going this yeah. way, going that way. How I old do you Pat think he is? Like, well, here's the thing, I, Pat. Here's the thing, Pat. You don't get Lane Kiffin. You just don't get him. Yeah. Because you don't uh, love boy, him. You know, what, 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 what he's caught speeding at 185 miles an hour? I mean, wasn't he caught, like, speeding 185 miles an hour? Uh, 105. It's a felony. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever, yeah. But, like, we did something special. We were 6-6. Six and six. And, by the way, we still had a chance to beat those snotty balls. But it seems like it seems like Robbie I always wind up a lot of times after him. And I told Pat this last week, I feel like the guy back in the old days at Ringing Rose and Barnum Bay Circus, the guy that had the big shovel and the big scooper there. <laughs> Coming after the elephants? All the crap, shoveled yeah. all the crap after the elephants. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what it's like following, following the cattlemen. Uh, I just, I, I, you know. Well, you uh, do sell 
toilet paper. So, you know. I do. And how, <laughs> how, how was it? It was how good. Was it? Very good. All right. Thank you. Robbie, I sent him a gag gift, towels and tissue, and he didn't believe. He said, <laughs> I, 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 he, he just said, oh, I, I don't, they're not here. They're not here. And I'm like going, it says to Patrick O'Dooley. I mean, where's the, what's going on here? So, yeah. O'Dooley. 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 <laughs> yeah, O'Dooley. So, yeah. Yeah. The non-alcoholic version yeah. of Pat Dooley. Um, Pat wants nothing to I, do I wanted, with that. No. I, I want to say the guy earlier with, with Napier, you know, man, we, we've got to get out of this. I mean, hiring a coach every two or three years, you know, it's not healthy. You know, we can't keep up the paying off coaches for two or three years. I, I think Billy, I think, again, I think he's on the right path, but we've got to give this guy time. I mean, we, we didn't hit bottom like the Pell years, but we came very close last year, and I think when is yeah, we could have won some more games, and we could have lost a couple of games too. So we've got to give this guy a chance. We've got to get the funding behind him. And, again, he's on record. If things don't look this good offensively, he's going to hire an offensive coordinator. So you know what? Give the guy a chance. Everybody talking about, well, Billy needs this man. You know what? The, us talking about it uh, is just going to hurt his tenure. You know what I mean? I, I agree 100% with you. Yeah. I think you know, it just, it just I do, I do though. Look, this is a sports talk show that we have on two hours every day. So people are going to call and be and complain when things aren't going well, and I get that. But um, to to think that a guy should be fired because of his after his first year or even after his second year uh, is just ridiculous. I mean, it is ridiculous. Florida did hit to me what was the bottom when they lost to Georgia Southern, went four and eight. Yeah, that, that to eight, me was yeah. was worse than o ten and one. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, but yeah, they can't terrible. keep doing this every couple of years. That's why the program's where it is now because the higher, exactly. fire, higher, fire, pay off the coach, go do it all over. It's not again. even the financial part of it. I don't think that is has any effect on it. I think it's all about if you keep doing this, you're never going to get there. Yeah, and I think Napier is a good guy, a good coach. Give him a chance to, to do his job and see what happens. Yeah, you know what, though? We, we, again, got the facilities in place. Now we've got the – We've got the, the money in place. And, again, give the guy a chance, man. You know, go see him. All I can do today is do like we did in 1979, fill the, fill the ballpark when we were 0, 10, and 11. You know what I mean? That's, that's amazing. Well, and, you know, let uh, me tell you what. Two things two things to, to bring up here. First of all, it was 0, 10, and 1, not 0, 10, and 11. If they'd gone 0, 10, and 11, I'd <laughs> 11 be right, I would be writing about <laughs> that forever. 0, 10, and uh, 1. Yeah, but yeah, 20, everybody thinks they filled the yeah. – Stadium during that year, but I looked up the attendances one day, and there was a lot of fifty-one thousands uh, for that. Well, that's where, that's where we expanded the south end zone too. Yeah, but still, it was a seventy thousand seat stadium, so it wasn't full. Exactly, but I'm just time. saying though, I, I, I was at every game. I went to more games that year than I did this year because we, you know, Charlie gave us hope. He, you know, gave us hope. Yeah. Um, speaking about bars, Pat, do you ever remember the Phoenix over in Jacksonville? Yep, I do very well. All right, so a buddy of ours, we didn't know that it was gay, uh, was. He goes, the Phoenix is like – Not to do anything wrong with that. No, he's wrong with that. And so – but it, the Phoenix was out there in the Regency. So this guy tells us, well, the real Regency is off San Marco Boulevard. So me and my mm. two redneck buddies, we're, you know, we're full of pee and vinegar. We just got a house school. One's going to the Army and one's going to the Marines. And, of course, I'm going to Santa Fe to gain 60 pounds and absolutely – and get three hours. And fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through school. So we go on Robbie and I did it at St. John's. We did. <laughs> yeah. So I got all say we got San Marco. We walk in there. This is 1980, late July of 1980. We walk in this place, and I swear to you, it's a gay men's leather bar. 
dun, and they're doing the, the they're doing all these dances. Dun, 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 dun. The guy with the big mustaches. Well, all three of us hotel the bathroom, and so we're like, "What are we doing?" We're like, "All three of us are locked in the uh, locked in this one stall, <laughs> scared to death. What are we gonna do?" My buddy goes, "Let's play some pool." I said, "I think we need to get the hell out of here before we become pool cues. So let's get out of here." But I mean, the Phoenix is a great place, but yeah. But I think what's changed in Gainesville is how they've taken downtown and put all those bars and restaurants downtown by the Hippodrome. That's really made Gainesville into a really cool. Kind of like not as good as Athens, maybe, but on that same. No, it's it's so much better downtown and so much worse midtown. um, Yes, it is. From from what it used to be, yeah. I will leave you guys a question. I know you're you're busy, so let me ask you this: If Steve Spurrier had stayed on at Florida for another, say, from 2001 to 2015, would he have won two more championships? Have me another Heisman? What would he have done? If he'd have stayed and not left and gone to the uh, Redskins, guys, love you, Robbie. Good hearing you guys. Go Gators. Okay, that's a good uh, question, Pat. It's something I think Steve thinks about. I think he does he, too. He is now looks back and says, "Man, I never should have left." Well, not never should have left, but well, he have got left. frustrated with the fans. He did. Ten wins wasn't enough. For but him. he he wanted to try the NFL, and again, yeah. he got courted '95, the famous Spurrier leaving for NFL headline, the Gainesville Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, you got to write that stronger, but it's not true. You got to write it stronger anyway. But we didn't. All right, was he's considering a lot? Pat, you need to write a column. Who's going to replace him? That was we look stupid. Kim Helton. Yeah, <laughs> Kim Helton. Kim Helton. Um, who knows what would have happened? I think he would have won at been least another good. title because look what he did at South Carolina, Pat. Absolutely. So you look at that. He would have been the record would have been better at Florida. Probably, I guarantee you, he would won another title. And don't forget, he would have had. That next year would have had Rex Grossman. Oh, that team Max would have been. Starks yeah, that would have been. Snell. They'd have been loaded. They would have definitely been loaded. All right, we've only got about three minutes left uh, here before we go to baseball. But let's get Copper Gator before we get done. What's up, Copper Gator? How you doing? Hey, what's up, fellas? Pat, I just want to call in and uh, Robbie. You know, yeah, I love your bla- I, lo- I love the blast about the national media and, and about how their perception of Florida is. How, what's the What's the way to turn that around? I mean. When? It's, it's been happening. It's it's been happening since, you know, since Steve's been here, since he was whipping the tail of all these guys that were going to these schools that are now being hired by these national media companies that hate Florida's guts. I mean, and, and a guy who's living in Alabama reporting on Florida. So, but you know, but I mean, change in Copper Gator. This goes back to uh, Steve. A lot. It of does it. go yeah. back. To he him. was yeah. everybody's worst enemy. Yeah. And I mean, he loved that. He 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 reveled in it, and so everybody wanted like you either love Florida, and that includes national people and other and people that are uh, have. I I can't tell you how many stories I've done on people who go, yeah, I remember even Napier talking about, yeah, I remember God, I remember the Spurrier days. It yeah. was so much fun. You either love that or you hate it. You him. called him a run up, run up, run thug, up thug, and you know? all that stuff. Yeah. And so I think then when they got it again with Urban Meyer, and it was like. They were they were ready to pounce on him and um, and then it, 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 I think they've enjoyed and again Florida national champs in baseball or basketball and football no no the schools ever done that and I think that that just aggravated the crap out of people and so they wanted they wanted Florida to, to not succeed and I think some of them take it way too far and some of them are most media guys are are pretty good about it but there are some there's some negative rooting out far. there though yeah. there's no question about yeah. it. So and, and and that kind of where I was going with that is 
you know, Pat, I know you negative root all the time yes. when it comes to the, 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 the big, especially in the basketball tournaments. I, I looked like down to see what T-shirt I was wearing, but it's a Gainesville T-shirt. <laughs> so. You know, so my, my point is, is it, is it become more appropriate to negative root than it, has to, than it is to root on your own team faithfully? Like, like is it, do you find yourself more often than not going, man, I really wish the Lakers lose this weekend to, 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 the, to the Grizzlies or – you know, Alabama sucks, and I really hope they lose to the underdog. And, I, and I'm watching Tennessee with Vitello and going, I don't care who plays them. I hope they just lose. Same with Miami. And I find myself, you know, you know, negative rooting more so than, than positive rooting for the Gators sometimes. Yeah, well, there is that. And I, I, I've been trying to kind of get out of that mode where I'm not just negative rooting and trying to find a positive reason to root for a team because – can't go through your yeah. whole life being negative, but uh, but when your team is struggling, that makes negative rooting more important to you. It does, Copper Gator. We got to run. We got to get to <laughs> the know. baseball we'll game. Later, I'm sure you'll listen right. to it. Uh, appreciate your call as always. Appreciate all our great calls today. Appreciate Robbie being here. We'll be back tomorrow. Jeff will be back in town. Uh, we'll talk about Florida FSU baseball. I'm sure we'll come up. Until then, oh, I didn't ask you about Gordon Lightfoot. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Okay. All right. We'll uh, talk about his passing away yesterday. Until we come back on tomorrow, I'm Pat Dooley. He is Robbie Andrew. We are deep way back, and we are out of here.